0: Come. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sketchcraft morning, put a little Jack Whiskey, a little Jameson in my coffee podcast. (laughs) You know why? Because it's Saturday, and I can do that. Also joining me, Brandon Mega Potato Jeop Hello
1: everybody. Good morning.
0: Per- I timed that perfectly. I'm proud of myself.
1: I have something way more stronger than your uh your coffee. I got myself a a nice yellow red bull here, radioactiveness going down my into my body.
0: So when I was in the army, uh I had to do physical therapy for my bag for about a year, and they give you this radioactive serum so that they no can shit. take. Oh, yeah. They go, it's radioactive, and we've got to put it in you, and it's uh, it'll be easier to see your bones when we do this MRI. Because <laughs> you'll glow in the dark. So I told them, like, the Hulk? <laughs> this is right. 1999. They were – you know, not a lot of people knew the Hulk or remembered the show. And the guy looked at me. He just could not stop laughing. <laughs> And then he brings it out, and it looked like that this fluorescent yellow. Right. Uh, almost like you ever see the Swamp Thing movie? Here we had that glowing, yeah. that yeah. glowing. I was like, oh no, it's going to be like Swamp Thing. It was a really painful, painful, painful shot. <laughs> super thick needle, too. It's like spaghetti noodle thick, you know? <laughs> Did not feel good. Speaking of not feeling good, Mega oh. Potato James over here had a you had a very interesting night last night, I hear.
1: Oh oh no. It wasn't just the night since we didn't get to talk. That day, the morning of started off, I had a doctor's appointment. Or so I thought. So when I went to the doctor the week before, they said, Your doctor's only gonna be this is at three o'clock. Your doctor can only be morning appointments. I said, Okay let's make it for Friday. The lady goes, okay, 915. I said, awesome. I'll be there. So I go in there at 915 to nothing but blank faces this morning, just staring at me. They're like, why are you here? I'm like, Brandon James, 915. See Dr. So-and-so. And they're like, nope. I go, yep. Like two of the females, only the one who was supposed to put me in the computer did not and she wasn't there that day so of course she's not there to back up my story and the other one there was like oh yeah we did tell you to come in in the morning lucy didn't you know the lady didn't put it in i'm like obviously not but i'm not looking at the computer so i <laughs> like, took, like i took off like, yeah, yeah, hold i just on. show up there for fun. hold on
0: just, this is hold on that uh, thought like like oh i guess you're not in the computer right like like how are you supposed to know Who's in the computer? Like,
1: how do I know? There's a glass window. What am I supposed to reach over and look? Like, I just don't know. I'm just like, do you see scrubs on my body? Like, I don't work here.
0: You do that, and then they tase you in the head and call the police. (sighs) Right. And they're they're like, oh, this alt-right bearded dude is... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> this giant german monster mm-hmm. grizzly man is
0: trying to jump through yeah, it's proud boy looking motherfucker <laughs> it would you
1: know that's that's the worst part right out too that I, I i'm just a giant bald white man i just ugh, yeah, I need you a fit wig. you fit need a a racist stereotype i need a wig. And I don't, I need a, you know and i'm
0: i don't mean like a racist as in like a racist derogatory statement like as the racist <laughs>
1: right so i mean Luckily, you know, I'm married to a Latina woman. So at least when she's by my side, they're like, oh, okay. He's, he's good. Nah, I, love I don't mean so.
0: nothing, dude. You know, a lot of those so, races, that's how they get by. They go, I'm married yeah. to a black I cannot be racist. Like that counts.
1: Well, just so people listen, I'm, I'm not racist. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's so. what they all say, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, last time you said that <laughs> I, uh, I would go on date, dates with men from the podcast, yeah. I had multiple men add me. Which we is could. fine. I, I appreciate the love. Thank you to all the men that find me adorable. I am very flattered. I Anybody yeah. who finds me attractive, and I don't think I'm attractive, I appreciate it. But everything that Rob says on this cast, you guys hold to but such a true standard. But you do go on dates with
0: guys. Like, think about it. <laughs> only, no, no. only you. Well, only yeah. You. I mean, we're already planning on going to a taco shop next month. So I'm going to Brandon's house next month. I October. We're right? going to feed
1: each other tacos. October. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I got <guess,
0: laughs> Like, like you know, Lady in the Tramp. We put a taco yes. between our face and we just like.
1: Maybe if we were friends, I would consider it. Maybe. And,
0: and I'm thinking, too, I just realized that's the weekend the Joker movie comes out. So guess what we get to do all over again. The last time Brandon and I saw a movie together, it was with the debut of a new Joker. <laughs> How coincidental is that, Brandon? Right? That's weird. Right? That's weird. So I know my wife doesn't want to see it, so you got to go see it oh. with me. Oh, joy. So I'm not, I'm not done with
1: the, the doctor's office. So All then right. finally, the lady goes, yeah, we'll get you in. I'm like, there's nobody else in there. Okay, maybe one guy, other guy. I'm like, you'll get me in? She's like, yeah, just go ahead and have a seat. An hour goes by. Yeah, you can come on back now. An hour. An hour. hour. I'm already, yeah, I'm already took the time off in the morning to miss work, to go in late. Okay. And an hour goes by. And I'm just like, really? I see the doctor for maybe two minutes, maybe two minutes. She just has to update a prescription of mine. Two minutes. Oh, and she can't update it on the computer, Rob, because their computer system of sending prescriptions for some reason is not working on the morning that I happen to go. So she has to write me a hand prescription. Her handwriting is horrible, like most doctors. And she goes, if they have a problem reading this, just have them call me. I'm like, can I just print this out? You know, just okay.
0: They thanks. have computers.
1: Yeah. So, go to work. 114 out. You know, just loving life in this nice heat. And then I get off work and me and my wife decide to go to the gym. Because we're like, okay, I need to rehab my leg and she needs the cardio. And as we're leaving the gym, I'm like, man, our tire looks low. Maybe not. And then of course I get a flat tire on my way home. And I was like, yep, it was low. So oh, sometime today after all oh, this, I got a flat tire. Did you change t- it yourself? Here, of course. Of course. Yeah. I uh, I I didn't I'm not going to sit there and wait. So I changed it. Come home. I'm drenched. I was already sweaty from the gym, but at this point, after it's still at seven, I don't know what time it was, seven or eight when I texted you, it's already still like 110 out. I live in the desert. I'm just drenched in sweat. I'm like, oh, I love life. So today, sometime, I will have to go up to discount tire and hopefully it's repairable and I don't have to buy a whole new tire. But as my looks go in so far on this beautiful holiday weekend, I don't think it's going to be in my favor.
0: Well, I had a pretty horrible day too, Brandon. Uh, This whole week, I've been trying to pre-order the TMNT Arcade One-Up cabinet. Supposed to go on pre-order this week, and it's really—I know, I know—it's—it's much worse than what you've been going through. So much
1: worse. Like, did you stub your toe too? Because that would be Uh, the ultimate. Just
0: you know, if I do now, I I hold you responsible. Oh yes. So, so Arcade One-Up said that the pre-orders for this thing were supposed to go up on. Walmart in August. Well, it's the end of August. So they went apparently. Now, here's the thing I'm going to tell you the story as everyone will read it on the internet first. Okay. 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 And then I'm going to tell you what I really think. Okay. Sounds good. It's kind of like Clue. Remember the end of Clue? Here's how it yeah. really happened. So I'm, I'm going to give you the, the theatrical ending and then we're going to do what I think really happened. The theatrical ending. Is that it went up for pre-order for literally three seconds, sold out. Then they upped the price fifty bucks because it includes the riser, and I you know so three forty-nine, so now it's three ninety-nine, which is this riser lifts uh, makes the table taller, right? Because they all, yeah. as we know, it's just us man babies who are <laughs> putting these in their houses, right? You're and right. Uh, then in the middle of the week this week, IGN put uh, IGN has this IGN deals, you know and they have a Twitter, and they put out the it's available for pre-order, and they immediately sold out again, and uh, it says out of stock. Now, everyone's tweeting at uh Arcade1Up, and I know this because I have TweetDeck, and I just leave it to TMNT Arcade1Up, Arcade1Up, and then, then I misspell TMNT Arcade1Up a few different ways, so I have a few <laughs> alternate threads, you know? I just have a whole computer dedicated to this. And so... They keep tweeting out to RK, what up, you know, what's going on? They're jacking up the price. It's sold out in three seconds. This is ridiculous. How come we don't we, we don't know what's going on? And so everyone just thinks that it's sold out. Here's what I think. I don't think they've sold one of these things. I don't think they've sold one. Not one. And let me tell you why. Not a single one of those things are on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> See, because that's where I go first. Oh, yeah. The minute something sells out, I go right to eBay, you know? (laughs) Nothing. So, what I think was they aren't going to go up for pre order somewhere between now and October, whenever. And someone over there realized, oh, these are supposed to be $349 because we got to make some money, you know? Over at Walmart. And uh, RK1UP hasn't commented not one time. And you know why? Because they probably got paid some extra bucks to be exclusive and they can't say shit because Walmart is not someone you want to make enemies with when you're a retailer. Right. So, and everyone's like, this is, they've sold out. It's ridiculous. Nothing. I don't think, not one of them has been sold yet. They're going to go up at some point between now and October. You know, probably when I'm on the airplane flying to your place. (laughs) Right. right? (laughs) Whatever. But the thing is, Brandon. I know there's a good chance within a year these three ninety nine tables will be down to two forty nine or one ninety something. But here's the thing. One, I don't wanna wait two years. You know? I don't wanna wait a year, I don't wanna wait two years. So I'm a little impatient. Right. Two For me, you know, I've saved up the money, so I don't mind taking the hit. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy TMNT merchandise maybe ever again. Like, like, like <laughs> the only TMNT merchandise I've purchased in the last 20 years are the 90s Nika figures in 2004, the box set, which I still have, mm-hmm. the 1990 set, which just came out last summer, and the Shredder, which just came out a couple months ago. That's it. That's haven't Shredder's made beautiful. Yeah, they haven't made anything that I'm buying. So I'm just buying the things from my childhood. This is it. The arcade cabinet is the last thing. (laughs) So technically,
1: I mean, you've waited like thirty years for this,
0: right? So I figure, fair trade. You know what I mean? (laughs) Fair, fair trade. You know, I get it. A lot of these people are probably they're looking at buying more arcade one-ups, you know. So they're like, this could get expensive. Not for Rob. The next time I buy anything like this, it's going to be in VR you know I'll have that arcade cabinet and my VR machine. I'm not going to they come out with an arcade one up X-Men cabinet. I'm not buying it. They come out with the arcade one up WWF SummerSlam or WrestleFest cabinet. I'm not going to buy it. I'm done. I got the Star Wars, I got the Turtles. That's all I want. You know? That's all I want. That's all I've ever wanted. So um I don't I don't mind paying a little extra, but yeah. Yeah, so I've just been over here refreshing every so I got the RK1 up, and then I got the Walmart page open. I just refresh both. I mean, right when I wake up, right before I go to sleep, whenever I go to the bathroom, <laughs> in between cooking, drawing, right. whatever, just one of these things going to show up. Me and, like, probably 100 other dudes. Oh, yeah. You know? And that's about More it. Or females. 100 dudes, 20 females. Right. Five others. So, it, you
1: know... It definitely sounds like you are having a way worse time than me. And right? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I wasn't more understanding.
0: I'm so glad you appreciate
1: it. I'm sorry, Rob.
0: Well, that's why I let you. That's why I tolerate you. You get it. You get it.
1: I understand the hierarchy in this relationship.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to. I have some stuff, but I'm not going to do it. So, <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> you know, just, I'll just accept that. Put it right there. Uh, what else happened this week? So so I plan on doing uh, a couple things. So uh, I've been trying to put together some art videos for the YouTube channel. Um, I want to finish the last part of that cover I did for the mm-hmm. Galactic Hunters, whatever that was called. Um, put it all up, got it into Premiere, and then Premiere crashed before I could save it. So now I'm like, fuck, you know? I'm like <laughs> That's what we were going to do tonight. So we'll kill an hour doing audio commentary for this. Right. Nope. You know, because I don't have a lot of art videos now. It's just been podcasts. So um, People are like, oh, wow, you just do this podcast. I'm like, no, I also do this other art video stuff. So I got to redo that. Um, but that's coming sooner or later. And then I'm trying to put together, like, an art tips thing. But that will have to be afterward because I have to edit those. So someone asked me about, like, when they're not motivated, what to do, you know, how to work through it. So <laughs>
1: when, when I'm not motivated, I just look at my bank account and I'm like, oh, yeah.
0: I yeah should, but you don't really get paid I to draw. You I know, can't. so, you know, people who are drawing for fun, how do you motivate yourself? And I mean, I know how to motivate you. I just yell at you until yeah. uh, I feel better. So <laughs> like that's true. And sounds so about right. it sounded all right. But I mean, I think it's a good conversation to have, so I'll do that. And uh been streaming on the Twitch off and on with the comic. So we got a few new people over there today. That was nice. People nice discovering the channel. How come you don't have any more views? They're always shocked to find out I have no <laughs> views. And I, I have to right. explain to them the whole secret like today I got into the whole secret weapon. So um in college after i i was in i was in a three-year program at the art institute that i dragged out five years right because i realized very early on that that school was a scam <laughs> as i figured most colleges were but this one doubly so and i couldn't get out of it like i was gonna owe at least 20 grand so i'm not owing 20 grand and getting nothing by the time i figured this out so I'll All go right. the full, you know, I'll go the full 46000 which turned out to be $71,000 because of interest. <sighs> um, and so what I did is I started working. Uh, like I found an art job fairly quickly while I was in college doing t-shirt design at an art studio. And at school, anytime there'd be, a, no one seemed to remember my name for whatever reason. I think, Brandon, when I don't shave, I blend in. A little bit. Have you noticed that? I've seen to... at
1: least five guys at McDonald's before that look like you. Right.
0: You know? Yeah, like I'm if, saying... I, if I wanted to be a really good criminal, I have a everybody face. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Generic white guy template. I'm like, yeah. you know that template you get in a video game, uh-huh. and then you want to actually make it look good? <laughs> I would say more I would say more the uh, detective
1: in an anime look with the uh, the glasses, the parted hair. You look just like, you know, like the, the detective off of Full Metal. That guy, you know, the guy with the snap and he gets, he gets killed. That guy.
0: You have that look. Hughes? Yeah, Hughes. Not a mm-hmm. detective, but all right. Whatever. So, <laughs> they're all, they're <laughs> all captains in the anime. He's in, in the consoles. military. He's in the military, dude. So anyway. Well, I don't know. Uh, all right, Brandon. So anyhow. <laughs> all right. Thank you. At least you knew Maze Hughes. I, I'm proud of you. So, um, uh, captain's kicking in. What does it say? So in school, people, people who, who did manage to remember me like in group projects, we started calling me the secret weapon, right? Like, no one knows who this dude is, but we will win every competition of Rob's in our group. And I'm not saying I'm the best artist. I really wasn't. There was far better artists than me at that school. There was some real, real talent. Um, but I have a really – my secret power, Brandon, is I'm able to take everyone's stuff together, you know what I mean, and make it look cohesive. Mm -hmm. Like, if your wife did 3D and you drew some commissions and you tried to, like, coordinate that on your own, it'd be a jumble fuck, right? Train wreck. Yeah, it really would. But I'm able to, like, one could say direct, right? (laughs) One could say that. Um, And then at work, I became very similar. Like, I'd be this guy in the back who would turn in things and they'd go, who did that again? Oh, that was that one dude. And then they'd forget about me. Like, why are you here? You know? (laughs) I used to have people like get shocked when I'd come around the corner. Hey, you visiting? I'm, no, I work here, man. Been here for a year. So this happened to me in high school. I remember I used to have like long hair, super long hair. Like my bangs went below my chin, about an inch. And uh, I cut it, and this girl I'd been sitting next to for like six months thought I was a new student. <laughs> <laughs> Real cute too. Like I've been had a, kind of a crush on her. She's like, "Oh, this is me. How you doing?" I'm like, "Hey!" But once she realized who I was, then she wanted to talk to me. It's like, shit. I should have, I, <laughs> I should have played that one up. You that know? shouldn't have been Rob. Yeah, I'm Sergey from uh, <laughs> Robert Stan. Robert's, you know, nerdist, geekist, geekic Stan. Whatever. Wasn't that creative? Anyhow, the secret weapon thing has been plaguing me my whole life. Um, to the point where now I just. Expect to not get any credit. You know, I get no credit. Right. They're going to get no views. Whatever. You know, I'm still working. You know, it hasn't really stopped me from being a part of something, you know? Well,
1: that's why at uh, conventions, I work the table and you just stay in the room. I mean, I chain you to the desk at the room, but,
0: you know. Well, here's the thing. You know, I always stayed at the table. And the problem is, uh, there came a point where. No one, no one really wanted the prints signed, because of these print dealers that show up at cons now. They right. assume the artist isn't there; they're just uh-huh. buying prints. So I f- sort of felt like that's what we were getting lumped in with, you know, like. Right. Um. And so my a lot of my big ticket sales, like the print sales, were going basically to Brandon in and the show, and my personal income from the show is commissions, which means I would be able to secure five to ten commissions online, and then I'd do five to ten commissions. That's 20 commissions at the show, which it's a lot of commissions, Brandon. You oh, know, yeah. unless they're black and white sketches like Mark Bagley, then I could take a hundred like him, but, you know, we all can't be Mark Bagley. <laughs> no. So, um, so I just had Brandon work on the table, and I'd be up in the room, and then I would come down for a couple hours to turn in books, and then I'd go back up.
1: Correction. You would come down for a couple hours so I could go buy you things from other
0: Tables. That's true. That's true too. Well, you know, Brandon, <laughs> and and I had to turn in the books, right? So, so right. I had to get down there somehow. Um, but now we don't really do conventions, so doesn't really matter. Where was I going with this <laughs> seeker weapon? So I had told the seeker weapon story, and then that just became Rob's the S- an SW, and I was like, that sounds like Star Wars or social justice. I don't know, guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. It is what it is. is. Don't Just don't expect. They're like. I think the comment was like, like, actually, I think it's open. I can read it. The comment was something like, that's really, really interesting. What was it? I want to make sure I get this right. I want to make sure I get this right. I'm looking at this. Uh, da, 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 da. No, I'm using this name. Uh, no, It was something like the secretest weapon on Twitch. I got that one. See, here. that's cute, uh. But that they are kind of shocked that I don't get all like resentful over it. But I sort of feel like that—that's a reflection of these guys, right, on YouTube and shit, who they sort of just figure, well, I've been doing things, you should credit me. Like <laughs> I don't know, not credit, but how I say this, you should—I uh, should be famous because I'm doing things, you know. Like right. most of us will be doing things all the time and never get famous. That's how it works, you know? Like very few do. And the ones who do, sometimes they don't have any talent. It's just yeah. how it works, man. Like that's there's nothing new about that. That's not social media, that's life. You know? Like how many times did you you see a movie you really liked and you think, "Oh, that director." But the thing you really liked in the movie had nothing to do with that director. <laughs> right. You know, like that happens all the time. There's always someone else behind the scenes getting shit done. So that's how I am over here at Sketchcraft. But we were getting into what we were talking about last night about, oh, yeah, the the Patreon. I went on a whole mm-hmm. Patreon rant last night. Didn't even mean to. Just spewed out of me. So, <laughs> Patreon and Gumroad, like, I'm of two minds on these sites. So, I must. What is it? I think I'm doing 20 to 25 dollars a month now on Patreon, and it was usually it was split up amongst six different patrons, Patreon's. And then I decided last month to eliminate half of them and up my pledges on the other ones, because like I think one of them was like a dollar and the other one was like three bucks. And I'm like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Who cares? You know, like what am I? They can't. A dollar really isn't gonna help them. Right. So I'd rather, cause look, if I'm having a backer, I'd want someone to at least be able to get me a cup of coffee. I think that's the fair trade.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So I made sure everyone gets a cup of coffee plus taxes plus a bagel if they want one a month. You know, coffee and a bagel. I think that is a tip. Um. <laughs> but also, I had people on Patreon who just weren't posting shit, which is fine. That happens. But then when they do post stuff, they immediately also post it online. And I get, I'm not saying everything on Patreon has to be exclusive content, because people start to promote themselves. Right. And that if you're doing a Patreon, chances are what you're really doing is subsidizing or incentivizing the creation of objects. And we all get to benefit from that, right? Mm-hmm. But there has to be some, I feel, level of, there has to be some special thing for the people who put in the, the moolahs, Brandon. You know, there has to be something. Right. You know? And when I when I come across the ones that do zilch, I'm just like, well, then I don't care, you know. I, I mean, that's just how I feel—not as a creator, right. but just as a fan. Like, I, I don't see the point. Am I wrong on that? Like, do you do you? No, no. And I, you know, you you know, it's a d- donation type
1: thing, basically. And there's times where you know you put in. I like Kickstarter because you know you're gonna most for the most part you get what you put in money wise value, almost like buying something. I mean, it is buying something, but when you're on Patreon and people maybe post once a month and then they go, oh, sorry, you know, I had to work extra at my day job, blah, blah, all these other things that come up and they're like, but I'll post more next month. And you're like, well, then can I just get a refund for this month and, and give you more money next month when there's more content?
0: So it's. Well, I, I think Patreon works really good for like indie game development. Game oh, build. yeah. Like that makes a lot of sense because games are hard. You know, (laughs) it takes a lot of time. Great way to promote. Even web comics, I get it. But it's difficult for me to get completely behind paying for podcasts unless I feel like the person doing the podcast is really bringing me something unique. So two podcasts I was supporting, and right now I'm supporting one of them. One was um, Making Star Wars. Uh, MakingStarWars.net puts his podcast out. This guy Jason Ward's been doing this forever, and he really has inside scoops, folks. I've worked on Star Wars stuff. Telling you, the man has the scoops. <laughs> Only person <laughs> on the internet that I trust with Star Wars news. He's not always right. He's really good at telling you no clue if this is a rumor, and he's extremely juvenile. Like, when you listen to his podcast, it's a lot of like eleventh-grader humor. Throws people off. They expect something more. Is legit the word, Brandon? Dignified? <laughs> Possibly. It is literally the 11th grade with that guy. You know? and it, Sometimes it annoys me, but that's... Hey, you know, there ha- there's sometimes for exclusive info comes a cost. You know? Right. Doesn't bother me too much. I don't think I'd hang out with the dude, but I enjoyed the podcast. Problem is, he got to the point where it's like he's not posting for like three months, and... When he does, it immediately goes up on my podcast feed too, because I also subscribe to the regular podcast, because I keep track. And so at that point, I'm like, well, he he's making his money on ad revenue from the site that they do, because they do a bunch of podcasts plus the sites. Doesn't really need my Patreon love, you know what I mean? Doesn't really. Mm-hmm. need what I feel like he's not he's not pushing it like I really need this to get going. So I'm like, I'll take that money out. And another podcast I was supporting was uh, Liam Robertson is an insider, a gaming insider. He's out the UK. He used to do these videos called Unseen64. You ever watch those?
1: Uh-uh.
0: A lot of good inside stories on older developing studios, de- de- develop, game developed studios that went under game companies, companies like Factor 5, um, Platinum Games, all sorts of stuff. His info is extremely good. Having worked on games, I can assure you, Liam knows what he's talking about. So I took the Jason Ward money and gave it right to Liam and up, up my pledge to like I think I'm doing ten to fifteen a month somewhere around there I can't remember that's pretty good ten dollars a month is more than I'm paying for Disney Plus so um and now I get my name at the end of the credits it was funny he was doing his last podcast and he goes and he names all the people supporting it and, you it it and it's the same names and then he gets uh-huh. to and Sketchcraft huh that's a new one. <laughs> 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 I'm like, welcome to the show, bitches. You know. All right. <laughs> Wait till he realizes I'm. A, you know, I'm always wondering when they have the inside scoop if I'll get in trouble one day. Like you, you follow them. Did you tell them? No. Right. I follow them to know what they're saying. Ha ha ha. Um. So I can. <laughs> when he has a leak on stuff I work on, then I'm gonna let my 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 bosses know. We have a leak. <laughs> No, I just enjoy the show. He's really good, real level-headed too. Doesn't spend his time ripping on shit that he hates. You know, it's, and he talks about developers. I like really, really inside information on like indie dev studios. Like there is this company that was making a game on the week called Project Hammer early on, where you were gonna have a giant hammer and slam it down, and it had oh, like wow. this kind of like two thousands ish cyber dude. Uh, motif, and it mm-hmm. never went right. It just fell through the cracks. It was a big deal back in two thousand five, two thousand six, and then he brings up why that happened, and he goes through the whole project development, and he spends sometimes a year's talking to developers to get them to like open up, you know. And then he has to be really uh-huh. careful about the information he gives, so he doesn't he can't point leads anywhere. He's he's really good. I really enjoy listening uh, to the podcast, and they still play games. So there, sometimes he has a couple fans on there, but. They they play games, so they're still fans. You know what I'm saying, Brandon? It's worth it's worth right. it's worth the money. But the other thing that irked me was Gumroad. Do you know what Gumroad is? Uh,
1: I've heard of it. I've never used it.
0: So Gumroad is like a place where you can go and sell digital goods. Okay. A la carte, you know, one offs. And so okay. generally, what happens is for art people, they put up little mini tutorials that are like eight bucks. Sometimes they're like thirty. Which uh-huh. I'm always like, no. Um, All right. Because I've spent $71,000 on my education. so um, We got
1: yeah. But Same I, with ours over here.
0: And I know going into Gumroad that these aren't going to be very professionally put together. Tutorials are generally inside dudes who have knowledge, who want to share it in some way, that it's very hard to put it somewhere. And they kind of want to see, you know, like a return <laughs> for their efforts. Yeah. So every now and then I buy a Gumroad set. Like oh, I'll spend eight bucks here, I'll spend twelve bucks there. I'm interested to know this thing or that thing. The problem is, nine times out of ten, it's literally just them working and they speed up the the video and kind of randomly talk about shit that has nothing to do with the fucking topic at hand. Like
1: very right. loosely,
0: and in a way that like it basically could be when you know when I stream the real time art. Brandon, are you aware of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I stream real time art. And we're just chatting. I think people learn more from that <laughs> than these, than these Gumroad's, man. And it's it's tough. Plus, searching Gumroad's tough. Like, if you find a Gumroad you like, like, say you find a tutorial. And they have the creator's name. and you want to click on that creator's name, you can't. <laughs> like, okay. You can't just click on the creator's name to go to their page and see what else they have. You have to. It's a whole convoluted effort. So I've had people before bring up, how come I don't do Gumroad's? Why don't I do Patreons? Let me explain to you people why I don't. I don't do the Patreon because I don't need another monthly thing to do. You know, I have enough shit. And to charge people monthly for things and to really what it comes down to me is spamming the shit out of all my social medias. (laughs) Uh, Right? The Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter. I just, you know, unless people have just magically found you and you've become famous for very little effort whatsoever. <laughs> like, unless you're one of those lucky few, it just comes off in a way where I just feel people will mute you, you know, after a day mm-hmm. or two of it. You know?
1: It's it's like what it reminds me of is did you ever have like you I don't know, I doubt you did, but did you ever have anybody in your family that got to sell those like cut code knives or those like <laughs> you know things like that? Amway, where,
0: Avon. Yeah, my yeah, mom's only yeah, Avon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Avon.
1: So it's like they they get it, they buy the five hundred dollars worth of stuff, and then they gotta immediately try to sell. But all they have in their network is all their friends and family. So they hit all, you know, hit you up.
0: Hey, you want you want this, you want
1: that? But you want imagine if
0: it was for monthly, not one offs. Like I get right. the one off. So that's where I go, Well, okay, like Kickstarters, I get the gum road. The problem with the gum road is when I see a thirty dollar gum road, I say, Hell no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Gumroad it's like you kind of want to keep under $10 at that point I would not charge $10 for a tutorial that takes a tremendous amount of effort yeah. you know I would want to charge more you have to go to Kickstarter for that people just don't respect Gumroad dude it's almost like those creative market you know what creative market is where you can go like clip art or buy fonts or some shit you know and it's like they used to try to sell things individually they can't so now they put them all in bundle packs it's like a uh, thousand and one fonts, or you know, 600 After Effects techniques. So, you don't even, right. I saw this one today. You don't even need to be a professional to use. I'm um, right. like, so you don't even have to have any skills or knowledge to make stuff. Like, does that have the kind of content you want to buy into? Hey, I can't <laughs> wait to go see that Deadpool movie that was made by people who have no talent. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just sit there looking at it. And so, for some reason, last night, it grinded my gears some (laughs) fierce. For no reason. It didn't happen that day, but it just, the cup boiled over last night. You know? So, I mean, I know for a fact I could put together another. We did a DigiCraft four years Mm -hmm. ago. And I've had people ask me when I'm going to do another DigiCraft. And Brandon, you remember how much effort that took? Yes. And finally, when I got all the DigiCrafts up, I had them on Mega, and then Mega went under. So, people were like, where's all the videos? I'm like, dude, they were up for 60 days. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't have them, I can't do anything about those links. They're gone. And it takes a month or two to upload everything because they're tremendous files. Because I gave high-res files, high-res PDFs, an hour-long commentary, Whatever per thing. It was a tremendous amount of effort. And I think I made like five grand. You go, that's a lot, Rob. I assure you I did more than five thousand dollars worth of effort putting right. that thing together, you know? So oh, who yeah. knows what it would be now. Maybe I would do more, maybe I would do less. But I just I don't know, Brandon, you know, I just I wanna move on to other things. You know, like mm-hmm. the more I think about going to Kickstarter and be like, here's a thing where I can teach you how to draw some shit I don't own Somehow I got a feeling it's going to get me in trouble with Kickstarter. You know? Oh, yeah. So, I just got a feeling. I may be wrong on that, but I got a feeling. So, I don't don't know what to do. You know? Sounds about right. You moving around?
1: No. I just yawned. Sorry. Still waking up.
0: So, what else happened this week, Brandon? (sighs) Joker trailer?
1: Um joker trailer came out definitely a much better trailer than the oh no wait not yeah it was a good trailer i liked it i mean it's hard to not i mean joaquin phoenix is such a good actor you know so it's like anything he's on you're just like you you just you're like okay i like this character and he's such a method actor you know he's he gets into his characters
0: you ever so... see the master uh, no. Yeah, so it's basically the movie, it's basically about uh the creator of Scientology, Ronald Hubbard, and Joaquin plays this peripheral figure that comes in contact with him, and he's he he has a scene where he's supposed to be a photographer, like at a Macy's, you know, you get those family photos, mm-hmm. and he just starts fucking with this guy. Like he's fucking with this dude and just fucking with him and fucking just pisses the guy off and you know gets into a fight with him right in the middle of the Macy's. And when during that scene, I remember leaning over to my friend Fabian, who's from the UK. I always tell people, Fabian from the UK. And uh, I'm like, he should be the Joker. (laughs) Just go watch that scene from the Master Race, fucking with this dude in the Macy's, and you're gonna see exactly. How that this movie got done, you know? Right. Uh, I'm heartbroken by this film, man, because I love the way it looks. I really like how he's portraying the Joker here. I think Batman belongs in the 80s, because, I mean, let's face it, the Burton movie in the 80s works. (laughs) Yeah. You know, people, I know a lot of people don't like that version of Batman now, but people are nuts, dude. I'll take that version of Batman over. Over the Justice League <laughs> shit any day of the week. Um. But it's it's a it's 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 a world where there's going to be no Batman, where Thomas Wayne is like the bad guy, you know. And yeah, if
1: it was, sorry, but if it was,
0: go ahead. Since it's an
1: Elseworlds type movie, you know, it could have had Batman. It could have had something like that in there. At least just. Maybe them not fighting, but just that whole, like, eh,
0: Batman could catch him. I'm not saying they couldn't do a Joker movie and then eventually put him in the Batman films, like a movie down. I I get that. It's the fact that it will never happen. At that point, I just can't get into it. You know, I'm like, I'm never going to see this guy square up against Batman. I'm never going to see that. Imagine if we got a Heath Ledger Joker movie, but he never faced Batman. Like, you just... (laughs) I don't I don't get the point, you know? Yeah. I I just I just don't. It's an origin story to the
1: Joker, but it's an origin story to the Joker that's not in any continuation. There's nothing to it. Like it's not like this Joker becomes the Jared Leto Joker, and it's not like this Joker becomes the Heath Leather Joker. It's just another version of Joker, but an origin.
0: That's There was a meme I saw today that had Jack Nicholson's face on her from the 89 film, and it said in the 80s this Joker had to fall into a vat of chemicals. Today we just throw him into society. It's like, a picture of walking <laughs> Phoenix as a Joker. I'm like, to be fair. To be fair. Keith Ledger, you know, probably nailed that. So right after that movie came out, it was 2008, 2009. Joe and I went to the, was the last Wizard World I ever went to in Long Beach, and mm-hmm. Joe and I stayed at the Hilton because it was dirt cheap and what a shitty hotel. But the Hilton from the Long Beach Convention Center, if you're facing, if you look at the Convention Center, you turn left, you go down this main street, you make the first left, and it's two or three blocks down on your right-hand side is the Hilton. So Joe and I come out the Hilton, and we make a left to walk toward the Convention Center. As we get to the first corner, there is this guy with a duffel bag around his shoulder, wearing the exact same fucking clothes with the exact same fucking hair as Heath Ledger, but he ain't going to con. I just sat there and said, Joe, it's, it's him. Like, he just looked right. at the Joker. He's like, holy shit. I'm like, he just existed out of nowhere in the world, right? I just appeared. Some guy picked him up and he took off. He's going off to the bank. Like, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there was no Joker cosplay that year, I, I assure you. So right. it just <laughs> I like to think he's out there now somewhere. Right. Mayhem.
1: Yeah. Same outfit.
0: But um, yeah, I'm just I don't know, man. So I I'm glad we're gonna get to see it together because I didn't know my wife can't take me bitching about Justice uh, DC movies, like DC films anymore. She her cup runneth over. She had to hear about Justice League for ten years. I've been talking about Justice League the movie right after we first met, like, All right. And for years it was just this running thing. Oh no, the Justice League. She was tired of the Justice League before it was there was even an mcu and <laughs> it's true <laughs> i remember when i was like they're making the mcu and eventually they're going to form the avengers they're like the justice league and she looked at me don't fucking do it don't ruin it rob i like that iron man <laughs> <laughs> it was george miller director of happy feet and fury road um was going to make a justice league movie around 2006 ish 7 yeah But uh, Nolan put a kibosh to that. Sucks because they actually went, they actually had a set down in Australia and all the actors were down there. It was going to happen. But no dice. Um, So here we are. Joker movie. Man, a lot of people are excited. You know? And I just, I don't know what to say, man. I'm only going to see it because, you know who John Schnapp is?
1: Yeah, from uh, Collider, passed yeah. away.
0: Yeah, so he did this great documentary. That's how I first, I first became aware of his name when he put up a Kickstarter to do a documentary on Superman Lives. What happened to Superman Lives? The Tim Burton Superman movie, which I had been following since two thousand and since nineteen ninety six or five. Whenever Kevin Smith was first hired to write the script, I was like, Kevin Smith's writing a Superman movie, couldn't wait. Um turns out, though, he'd been making stuff for a long time that I was really a big fan of and had no idea. The most, you probably didn't even know this, you know, he did a lot of the writing and editing a lot of the editing on um, Space Ghost Coast, Coast to Coast. You remember that cartoon? Oh, yeah. You know those like times and Space Ghost, they would just hold on him and he would do weird shit?
1: Yeah, that weird pacing of just, like, That's not Schnapp. doing something but doing something.
0: That's John Schnapp, 100%. And they he he would talk all the time about how, like, The producers or his bosses would be like, Why are you doing that? Like, (laughs) (laughs) what is it? Because it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) He's just got that really weird sense of humor. He's also, when he was a kid, he's from Chicago. He found out that John Hughes was directing a movie downtown called Ferris Bueller's. He went down there during the scene. You know him, Ferris Bueller's, when he's singing that Dunkashane? Yeah, 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 down. And there's Dunkashane. It was Dunkish and then what was the other one that he did the one after that? The the faster uh, pace one. I can't think. Of right? Right, right. I know. So and then, you know they they get all those people. Nah nah nah. what's that? Come on, it's on the I see now I just went to let's dance. That's not it. Let... let's dance, turn on your dance. That's not it. So anyway. He's Telegram. there. No, yeah. I can't remember. He's there. In there, when they they yell into the camera, he's in one of the shots. So as a young schnepper. so but Twist and
1: Shout,
0: maybe? Huh? Twist and Shout. There you go. Yeah. I know. Every time I think of the Twist and Shout, it jumps into "Let's Dance" by Bowie. (laughs) Let's dance. Right. The eighties fucked with my head, man. Like (laughs) the eighties and music. I I was not musically inclined in the eighties. I only listened to musical scores in movies. So. But Schnepp was really looking forward to the Joker movie when they announced it. And I couldn't care less. <clears throat> given that I knew he wasn't going to go up against Batman. Not in that movie, but ever. It's not that he, right. it's in that movie. It's the ever part. I just want to make that clear, folks. I'm not against doing a Joker movie. He's a rich enough villain that he could support a film. But in a universe where there's never going to be a Batman? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> But Schnepp was super excited. And last summer, Schnepp passed away. Inexplo- like, last last summer. Not this summer, but the summer before. been a year. Um. Out of the blue, right after... He went to VegasCon. I almost went to VegasCon that year. Just to finally hang out with him, you know? Uh-huh. And that's when I was like, Ah, you know, I'm going to go to E3 instead. I'll go hang out with them there. He left the day I went to Collider Studios... He left that day to go to Vegascon. So I just <laughs> missed him. Just missed him. And everyone was like, yeah, friend of Schnepp, Sketchcraft. That was crazy to me. Um, but I'm out, I backed the Kickstarter, so I'm on that video when you go to the end, Sketchcraft and the credits. So, <laughs> but I'm going to go see the film because every time they bring up the Joker movie, I just think of Schnepp. You know? Gets yeah. me all nostalgic, all, all sad inside. So. What else happened this week, Brandon?
1: Uh, I bit the bullet, spent more money than I'd like, and I got an iPad Pro.
0: So now now I'm a pro. (laughs) What year version did you get of that iPad Pro? It's the
1: same one you have, the 2017.
0: I don't have a 2017. Do I? Yeah.
1: Whichever the one is.
0: Have a 2015.
1: I don't know. I'd have to grab the box or something. It's on the table. You gotta find okay. out
0: which Apple pencil's compatible with your iPad Pro. If it's one or two. <laughs> I need to find
1: out. Me? S- certainly you, want you me can do to this. Figure it. Out? No, certainly. No. <laughs> Must I do everything to- around here? I'm gonna be over here with a regular pencil trying to draw on this shit. <laughs> Push harder, Brandon. It's not, it's not working. It's not working. I'm sweating all over it. Get a marker. Pushing hard.
0: <laughs>
1: get a mark. Um, while we're on the topic and we're just talking about it, brothers, do you have a screen protector on yours, like the Ghost Armor screen protector, or does that mess with the Apple Pencil when you try to draw? Like, did you ever put a screen protector on yours?
0: Yeah, I got this matte one. It's like a matte, it's got a little bit of tooth to it. It's not the one that's paper light. There's this other one's called like a matte. I'll get you the name.
1: Yeah, send me a link. Yeah. Send me a link.
0: I got you that gotta. on there. Yeah, yeah you got to put a screen hey. protector
1: on there, bro. Right okay. Yeah, we got the we already got the case on. I got a nice, nice leather case. Came today, real nice.
0: Yeah, I gave her the name of the case. That's a nice one. The uh, oh, yeah. The it's called uh, Z- what's it? Zugu Zuki. Zugu Z U G U case. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nice. Yeah, their
1: package, even their packaging that it came in this little box, like. It had a little sample of the leather on the outside of the box. I was like, oh, wow. You know, you lift it up. It's all nice. The leather looks good. I got the red the red blood leather, uh, leather with the cold iPad. looks real good. I have good
0: taste on that, Brandon.
1: Oh, yeah. That's good. That's a good one. I was happy with it. So we got that on right now. It's charging. Jessica started just setting things up. She's all excited to use it. So. Her... And me. (laughs) Well, she's excited because of the magazine stuff, you know, formatting through two iPads. She could see. She said she could see directly what it, the sizing or some shit. I don't know.
0: Oh, I'm not having her do that anymore. So it's Uh, just going to be you using that. uh, So you got to get Clip Studio Paint on there, and you be using that while she uses the computer. Should I get Procreate also? You can, but I just don't see you doing anything with it. (laughs) Right, just for fun. Yeah, It's, it's worth the five bucks. But it's
1: it's ten bucks.
0: I would really just get really proficient at using one thing right now, Brandon. You know. Gotcha.
1: So need to learn how to do perspective.
0: That's that's <laughs> been we've been talking. You've been on that plan here now for how many years? Actively, three, two, two. No, three. Actively, twenty
1: sixteen. Two. You can't you can't count the 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 months. Almost six months where I couldn't use my arm. You know. Couldn't that's or like, wouldn't. Well, you know, after the surgery.
0: Mm. Before the surgery, there was that long period of you sitting on your ass. Because I had to talk with you three years ago when I first moved here.
1: Oh, the birds and the bees conversation we had? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, Just like the bees, you're going to go fucking extinct if you don't (laughs) get your shit together. Yeah, We had a nice winter chat 2016. I remember where I was at right when I called you too.
1: All our all our chats are ah. just glorious.
0: I don't know. We haven't had a chat like that since, but you keep it up. You keep it up. <laughs> if you waste my time with this comic you're working on. This 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 whole thing can go dark, Brandon. You understand this? <laughs> yes. This show can get incredibly violent. Like- <laughs> well that
1: that's a good thing about now having The iPad Pro, I'll be able to, like all this week, I worked, I went in early and I was staying late. Um, One, because it'll help pay for this iPad Pro we just bought. But she's been using the computer so much. She's been doing recordings with you and then also using the computer nonstop. And I've just been cleaning the house or working late or rehabbing my leg a little more. And it's just been like, well, now I could finally, if she's on the computer with you or doing the magazine stuff, I can finally sit down and draw some stuff. So... Because by the time she gets done, it's almost, you know, ten thirty, eleven and I'm like, hey, you know, I gotta get up I gotta go to bed at by eleven thirty. So it's always you know, I'm not gonna start drawing for ten, twenty minutes and then have to get back up. So it's it's gonna definitely help. So in the next week or so I'm gonna get that, that apple pen and the uh, screen protector and get work started on that, just getting used to it.
0: Yeah, I've been telling you the past two years you're gonna have to get a new computer because your computer sucked. And right. then you're going to have to immediately get a second computer because I had this feeling that schedules were, were. I just, I've been telling you right after you get a new computer, you're going to have to get a second something. Right. Like I right. could just feel. I'm <laughs> not saying, man, I'm fucking psychic. What it is is I know production, right? Yeah, you, you, see,
1: you see the patterns.
0: I see the patterns, Brandon. I see the patterns. Yeah. So the pattern. Like, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go and I've talked.
1: Oh, uh, we both have this. Like like with me, it's with sports. You know, I play fantasy football, and I've, I've told you before, I'm like, I'm I'm really I'm pretty good you know I've won money off it and I just see certain things when you know players who's going to hold out who's going to who's injury prone, just things you see And it's like you with art you know you always got to like a little heads up on things where you're like eh, this is going to break big or this is going to be the product to use or this is going to be a thing and you know I don't fight it now before I might have but now it's like when we had the extra money for the computer I was like hey we finally have a chunk of change what computer to get And you told us and then you ended up getting the same computer when yours crashed you know the same rig so and then now it's like i didn't want to spend the money but you know you told us hey there's going to come a point where she's going to be using the computer i'm going to be using the computer and it's going to clash so we're like all right let's just we can't get a new computer right now but we're like let's get a let's get the ipad pro that'll
0: well beyond the computer easy. you would have to get a computer and a Centi. it right. doesn't make any sense and to be honest you're not using the Cintiq's pressure sensitivity for anything special. Like, you're really just drawing, you know? And so, like, I use the Cintiq to do a lot of complex stuff. Um, I have an iPad Pro. I have Clip Studio Paint on there. I have Procreate. I've done stuff in them. I've I set up commissions for you in Procreate. I've set up commissions for you in Clip Studio, like uh, the Mega Man, for example. I did that in Clip Studio. Uh, I know how they work, but I don't need that. Like I, I really need the Photoshop. Like that, that's where all my 20, I've been using Photoshop since 1995, man. Like, like I know how it works, you know? Um, but with you, like you've been using Clip Studio Paint and the full version of that program is on the iPad. It works. So to buy another desktop, To make more space in that tiny amount of space you already have with the giant dog and all your she's a medium-sized dog. All your Arizona Cardinals, all your Arizona Cardinals memorabilia everywhere, and action figures. Just I don't know how it is now, but the last time I was over there, you were starting to become. Like that family that buys cases of things from Costco and just stocks them? Like, Whatever. <laughs> it's like, you know that you closet paint, full of water you, bottles and You and paint the golden... worst imagery. No, no. I mean, you know you the know, know, boxes of goldfish and Cheez-Its? And... We don't even go to Costco, bro. <laughs> we go to like... I didn't say...
1: Safeway across the street. I like... said,
0: it's like that, you know? I <laughs> say it was that. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah, 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 down that path. So,
1: given <laughs> I'm gonna that... A, I'm going to do a tour <laughs> today during the day when you know i'm going to do a tour online of my my place for everyone to see on answer like see look at rob was wrong but first
0: i'm going to clean no to you clean need to go recognize. back 2 years ago the last time i was there i again i don't think you listen when i talked i said i, I don't know. know how it is now but the last time i was there you were inching down that path toward that Man, my uncle was it, like that. He was like a heavier dude who went to a lot of sports stuff, but he just started stacking things one day. Like, <laughs> I have, I have licorice. Card- I
1: have two Cardinals things in my apartment. Mint my Milano's. House. I have two. Now, as far as action figures and art books
0: and comics, yeah, those are fucking everywhere. But not food. So but, I just take that into consideration. I'm like, he needs safe space and well, anything that you can you, that you can do in Clip Studio Paint on an iPad, you'll be able to do on the couch. You'll be able to do wherever. You'll be able to take it to work and sketch <laughs> on your lunch. Makes a lot of sense, you know. Speak,
1: in... Speaking of the couch, while well, we're just bullshitting, you know, how I had two couches. I had the really long couch and then the shorter couch, and you kept sleeping on the shorter couch. Right. Well, we threw out the longer couch, so we still have the shorter one. So you'll be nice and comfy on the short couch again, like you like. Which I never understood. You slept, You kept sleeping. Being a taller, you know, you're an inch taller than me, but you slept on the shorter couch. It never made sense.
0: Because I grew up poor, Brandon. <laughs> I but... used to
1: love sleeping on the floor. So I love sleeping on the floor.
0: My father, everyone in my family was short and poor. So they owned small things that were broke and I had to just curl up like a dog. like just curl. You've seen me. I curl when I, <laughs> yeah, I ball up and just wait through the winter. You know? I've seen
1: you. I've seen you curled up on my couch and I thought to myself, do I put a blanket on him? And then I remember, do not wake Rob. He will choke you out or karate <laughs> chop you. So I just left you be.
0: I'm not a violent person, but if you get near me when I'm sleeping, you, you do so at your own risk. You know. We
1: almost died on the freeway. Rob was sleeping in the car on the way to a convention. I touched his shoulder to wake him up because I said Rob like five times. And he literally was like kung fu Bruce Lee ready to just rip my throat out. And I was like, we're going to swerve and die. So. <laughs> it would be funny if I did pop you in the throat and you just... The cool. and then, hits and then the, the, the next, medium, flips then... over. Oh yeah! The next morning, when I had to wake up Rob, there's a bar kind of between me and the couch. I literally stayed behind the bar and I was like, "Rob, you gotta, you gotta wake up, buddy! Like, hey, Rob! <laughs> like, I thought about throwing. You a get a coat hanger
0: from the behind <laughs> the from the back Throw, side right, of the just tie them all together like one long. Past all the boxes of Lay's chips and Goldfish crackers and people are gonna say kind of like food hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> You are this fat, fat ass is got like of,
1: boxes of Lay's,
0: cases of Diet Monster. You know, like <laughs> like that's helping. <laughs> do they do they, have, do they have Diet Monster drinks? Yeah, is oh, is uh yeah, it's like in the blue can or something. Because Joe oh, comes, awesome. it's like you know that episode of Slapful where they get all that fat free yogurt, but it's it's still got all the sugar and calories, but it's fat free. You know, like they're just yeah. they, everyone's putting on weight, but they think it's fat free. You know, same thing. Um, The only thing I I can think of this week that happened was, okay, so every August 29th, I like to remind the world to remember Judgment Day. (laughs) People don't know, August 29th, 1997, 2.04 a.m., 2.04, 2.14 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Skynet launched the nuclear weapons incinerating the majority of life on earth judgment day <laughs> sarah connor and her son john saved us from that horrible nightmare's future and i i don't i don't forget brandon <laughs> i let everyone know you
1: you you give thanks to our savior
0: i do and this year was especially especially delicious yeah <laughs> remember uh no it said uh Natural Libre, this tonight's dinner ah. is especially delicious. <laughs> uh I knew there was a damn good chance we were gonna get a new Terminator trailer. So I made certain at 214 I dropped that fucking meme everywhere, you know. <laughs> and sure, sure enough, man, James Cameron posts on his Twitter, you know, thanks for the all the judgment day stuff. You know, new new trailer coming the day after. Dark future. So the Dark Future trailer. Second trailer came out. And it's alright. You know, you know, Brandon, here's the thing, mm-hmm. man. I really just don't think it's fair to determine whether a movie's good or bad based on a trailer. One way or the other. You know? Right. I think at this point we've all seen horrible films that have amazing trailers. Right. You know, and we've seen amazing films have Shitty trailers. I, the most, you know, the one I can think of the most that people forget was Paddington. Paddington had some of the worst trailers I have ever seen in my entire life.
1: The bear, the bear movie. Yeah, the bear movie. You ever seen that bear oh, movie? Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. The, the trailers did not do it justice.
0: It looks like schlocky nonsense, you know, yeah. like just Smurfs bottom of the barrel bullshit. And those are just wonderfully charming, amazing films. Oh, yeah, they're really good. So I don't know if the movie's gonna be great or not, but I know that people who saw whole scenes of that film, uncut, as there exist in apparently in the actual film, uh, at CinemaCon back in March, told me that the pace of the film is very '90s-ish, like slower. It's not like it builds up. You know where everyone is in the geography. The film that it felt like a modern day version of Terminator 2, and that it had the same kind of vibe. It had some playful scenes, but it had this like tension, and the effects were really good. But from the trailers, you sort of get the sense that they just really want to start when the hit the bodies with the floor. You know, they want to. Mm -hmm. They just want to go into. I just don't think the marketing for this film is is just right
1: into "I'll be back" and just.
0: Well, they put Linda. She even says "I'll be back," but. It yeah. cu- it's weird how it plays, and I guarantee you there's a good chance that that's not how it plays within the scene of that that scene like it doesn't play that way right. in the film, you know, so but I can't convince no one of this shit n- nor the point do I even want to like I don't care it's not my job to fucking convince people to go see movies. you know you know whose job it is to convince people to go see movies the the, tra- the trailer them. the trailer people <laughs> like yeah. the- here's the thing folks a trailer's job is to get you to go see the movie. It, want, it should get you to want to see the movie at least more than you did before. If and most
1: go ahead. companies hire outside companies to do their trailers, right? right. Like it's like a whole right. agency thing. It's a whole separate So
0: business. how am I supposed to know if a movie's good when the thing that's trying to get me to go see it was made by people who had nothing to do with making that movie? Right. Does that make any sense? Like, the pe- people who had nothing to do with... Editing this film, directing this film, casting this film, writing. People had nothing to do with that. Just a third-party trailer slash marketing company took all the footage and on their own put something together. And someone, some bean counter signed off on it. They're supposed to tell me how good the actual film is. I'm going to tell you where this went this sour. This went sour with a movie called Suicide Squad. I was Sui- going yeah, to bring right. it up, but I didn't want to. Yeah, so the Suicide Squad had this trailer that everyone loved so much. So apparently, the film was nothing like that trailer. No, <laughs> super you know, Zack Snydery, from what I hear, right? Yeah, and
1: the trailers, which I loved, and you know, they even had they had so much more Joker in the trailer. It seemed like he was the villain. They had even the scenes, you know, where he's wearing the the tuxedo and got the Tommy gun. And you're just like, oh yes, we're gonna get like. The Paul Denny Batman Adventures type Joker, where he wears tuxedos and all kind of different costumes, and he just he's over the top. And then, uh, listen, the movie I know sucked. Okay, I loved. Hold on, I Lord want to finish James. this
0: sentence. You're, you're jumping yeah, around. So, so the trailer comes out. Everyone loves the trailer, but behind the scenes, the movie was nothing like that. It was slow. Right. It was long. It was dark. So, without letting the director or anybody. There was a part of that film in on it. They hired the trailer company to recut that entire film. The trailer company edited the final version of Suicide Squad that you see in the theaters. That's edited by a movie trailer company, which is why it has two opening sequences. (laughs) The only time I've seen a movie have two opening sequences was Terminator Salvation to bring it back to Terminator. And that's that movie, man. Like, how do you fuck up when you got christian bale is john connor you know what i mean right. hey, fucked that one out that movie literally has two logo sequences it opens up it says terminator salvation plays a whole scene and then starts terminator salvation again who does that like who does that <laughs> suicide squad of the same thing Was like that it shows you each character and then they have stats you right. know like you're playing a video game or something ah fucking weird man and then it has a logo sequence I only saw it the once when we were at the theater maybe I got out of order but I just remember going this fucking movie's weird um so hold on so sorry so that's the only time I can think of where the people who made the trailer also ended up making the movie but not in that order <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, actually, in that order. People had nothing to do with making the movie, made a trailer, and then the company made had them re-edit the whole film. Mm-hmm. Man, so weird, man. So weird. So if you're not feeling this Terminator trailer, I hear, you know, it's way better than what we're being let on. It's directed by Tim Miller, who did, before Deadpool, he did the Deadpool movie, but before Deadpool, he did some amazing trailers for Arkham asylum in arkham city but he does no storytelling and i think it's really fucking annoying like i was watching angry joe did a he did a uh, reaction video today and there's a guy on there not angry joe but one of the guys on there when they brought up tim miller's direct and he goes oh that guy who got kicked off deadpool i'm like what the fuck have you ever made motherfucker like i got all mad you know what i mean <laughs> right. like i was like i do liked it, like this fucking dick Takes a fucking swipe. You couldn't, you couldn't hack that movie. The fucking, make one fucking thing. You know what I mean? How about this fucking Mr. Know-it-all? Just take some footage from a movie you like and just edit it into a fucking minute long music video and make me care. You know, I, you know, this is, this is why I have to say this for buried at the back of podcasts, right? I can't put this anger out on the internet is, um, <laughs> look, man. If you're going to spend your whole fucking time just shitting on people, you know, because they made shitty things, I got a really fucking good hunch that the second that same person makes something, they want everyone to praise them for it. Right. You know, I just, I don't, I, I don't agree with it. Like, if you don't like something, tell me why you don't like it. Um, They were mentioning how, well, David Goyer wrote this and he wrote Batman v Superman and Men of Steel and we don't like those movies, they suck. I'm like... He's done a million things, some good, some bad. He wrote Blade Two. I like Blade Two. He wrote and directed Blade Three. Don't like that. Wrote Batman Begins. I like that. Wrote the story, um, for Dark Knight, and then you know, like people work on different things. Brandon, yeah. and you know, as a sports guy, you understand when some fucking person out there goes, "Oh, that guy who played on that team, that team suck. Fuck them. You will never be good." That has that that is ridiculous. Right. It's a ridiculous statement. I shouldn't care and nine times out of ten I don't but today I was just like fuck you then I had to remind myself what does it fucking matter like Tim Miller doesn't give a shit with this fucking turd Winkle thing you know what I mean (laughs) Tim Miller there's a really good um, to bring it back to John Schnepp, he did this thing called comic book shopping where he would go to a comic book shop with a celebrity and point them out books and they'd buy a bunch of books at a comic shop in LA and he took Tim Miller there that's a good episode. And Tim Miller was describing a lot of making of things behind Deadpool. And uh, he 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 owns a company called Blur Studios. And I'm like, this guy fucking ran Blur Studios. You know, like, these he didn't give a shit what these people think, Rob. So why do you care? It just, it just sucks because I know a million people are going to watch that video. And they're just going to go, yeah, that's right. Fuck that guy. Couldn't hack it on a Deadpool movie. Like, dude, let it yeah. go, guys. Like. I, but the second they fucking, they make a Mario Maker level, you know, play my level! <laughs> give me likes and reviews! Or they make a YouTube video, like, the like you know, my trailer reaction video. Make sure you give us likes and subscribes! Or they complain. Look, it's hilarious to me when guys put out reaction videos, and then people complain about them in their chat, and then they go on a Twitter, and then complain about the people who complain. <laughs>
1: Reactions upon reactions upon reactions. So I had
0: this conversation with myself in my head. And it all leads to the point where, what's the point, Rob? You know what I mean? Like, if I... What am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? Make a whole video why you shouldn't care. Like, I don't care. Fucking care. I don't care. That's why I save it for the end of this podcast. But it did irk me today. Because I just... I'm like, you just taking a shit on fucking what? You don't like what that guy did? Yeah, I mean, look, man... Stanley wrote a lot of bullshit for 20 something years before he made the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of schlocky bullshit got done. And if you think the best thing you're ever going to a, a creative person's ever going to do is in their youth, uh you got another thing coming. You know? <laughs> Go look at Johnny Cash. Amazing music right at the end, right? Oh yeah. Some of his best at the end. So I mean, and maybe it's cuz I'm getting older, but I don't see my art getting worse, Brandon, you know? And fucking when I don't know, this is all my life. I appreciate I've always appreciated reviews and commentary if it came from the point of what were they attempting to do and did they accomplish it? Right. Um the only time I, I throw a project under the bus because of a creator is if that creator is a straight up asshole. Like they go out in public oh, right. and they become a legitimate dick, you know. And we know those creators. <laughs> oh, yes. Some of us, Brandon, interact with them on Instagram every now and then. Speaking I've, of I've Deadpool, I pissed, pissed them off. <laughs> even then, them off. even then, I always give Liefeld credit, man. He he's a really good sport about a lot of it, you know. Right. Like people in politics can't put up with half the shit Liefeld gets, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. So. You um, know, and
1: just to add to that point, like even when I'm not putting out the best work, when you know I'm trying, like, you know I'm legitimately trying, you don't give me shit. You know, like, what I'm going for, what I'm trying to achieve. And you've seen it. You know, you've worked with me on art and you've been like, okay, like, you know, it gets to a point where you see I'm trying so you don't give me shit, you know? And that's the thing that people gotta understand. Like, these people are still trying. It'd be different if he was trying to, like, if Tim Miller was just trying to put out crap after crap just to make money. But if people are actually putting their effort into making something they're passionate about, like it's hard to shit on them. Like I could never make fun of someone at the gym who's like more fat than me. Like
0: they're <laughs> yeah. they're 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 trying. They're, they're Are trying. you that piece of shit who's trying to be yeah. on the treadmill last week, you couldn't fucking hack weight? it. Ah, you know yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I couldn't do that. I just feel like, you know, I'm like, shit, they're they're trying like I'm trying. They're putting in the work. So it's not like you know, so it's the same way. You know, you see if you see a creator putting in the work,
0: like they're really trying, they're really
1: passionate, it's like
0: And you never know, Brandon, what someone has in them. Like, like, how do I explain this? So, the Russo brothers only did a few episodes on Community before they did Winter Soldier.
1: Which is insane.
0: Right? Like, you don't know. Like, this is why talent scouts, finding talent is a job, too. It takes talent to find talent. You know, I'm a pretty good gauge of people's skill sets. Right, Brandon?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I know, I'm, I know what you're capable of, and I know what your your wife is capable of, you know, and how to direct. Like, I'm pretty good at that. Right. But you know what that comes from? It comes from knowing my limitations and knowing how to work around my limitations, too. You know, and I, I constantly analyze what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, how I can tweak this, how I can push this forward, how I can improve that. I had a guy today on Twitter hasn't seen my shit since 2014, in caps, gave me the holy shit has your shit fucking gotten way better. And I'm like, No oh, man, my shit was pretty... <laughs> to be fair, I felt in 2013-14, to I took a step back for a couple of years because I burnt myself out. You know, I've had to rebuild all the skill sets. But, in another way, my shit is way better because there's shit I'm doing today that I never could have done five years ago. You know what like, everyone fucking blossoms differently, man. You know? And art, anything creative, it's not a sport thing where you're limited by the, you know, you basically age. Because, you know, when you're playing sports or anything physical, there's only so many years your body's going to be able to compete. Age, is, age ages you out. There's no way around that, right? Like, right. But with creativity, man, it really comes down to time and effort. You know, and sometimes luck because you could have all the time in, all the talent, you could put in all the effort, and that project could be mismanaged like nobody's business, you know, right. <laughs> and still fail. I mean, as much as people love Spider Verse, the movie didn't do well financially. Period. Yeah. I have friends that worked on the merch, they took a hit, you know. I'm glad to see that Sony's not dropping it, but. You know, sometimes, sometimes really creative shit doesn't always, it may break a certain like quality zeitgeist, but it, it may not, uh, break the, um, financial success zeitgeist, right? Like the actual right. like, financial reward. Where am I going with all this? I'm losing my track. Bring, gonna, bring it home. Bring oh, it man, home, Rob. I, I, I don't plan this stuff out. Um. How do I say, well, I need somebody to so end the show. Just, I'll hit the end credits. Hold on. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> start. Yes. I could get that cane around my neck and drag me off the yes, show. Yes, yes. Shut up, Rob. We don't know what you're talking about. Look, just because something does well financially doesn't mean you have talent, right? And vice versa. Right. So. right.
1: There's plenty of non-talented, famous
0: people. And there's people who do talent. Who are secret weapons? Ooh, I did. I brought it back. Look at that. I'm pretty good. But it's not all about me. It's not all about me. I legitimately got annoyed. I, I, I'm not going to defend the movie. I'm as burnout on Terminator films as anybody else. You know, since Terminator 3, it's been a just as, you know, downhill climb. I didn't even go see the last one. That's how burnout on Terminator films I am. You know, what was the last one called? Genesis.
1: I didn't. Did I? I think I watched that on like. For, for free on Hulu or something. I don't even know if I watched it. I think Jessica was watching it and I, I was like, hey, just tell me what happens
0: or something. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, Brandon. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I love that second movie. The first and second movie, I love them. You know, they, I saw the first film in uh, 1985. I want to say 85 or 86. I can't remember. I was in LA. There was, you ever hear of The Night Stalker? No. Yeah, there was this guy who was running around murdering people called the Night Stalker. So I looked that one up, and I was in his neighborhood when he was loose, so the cops were everywhere, and we are <laughs> sent this house, and we watched Terminator. Let me tell you, <laughs> watching a guy hunt down a woman when a guy is outside literally hunting down people, it just got etched in my memory, Brandon, you know? Right. My, my uncle was a very irresponsible adult, so... <laughs> Show the kid, fucking the Terminator. You know, (laughs) when there's a mass murder outside, terminating people. It's crazy, man. It's crazy times. So, I want to be. I want to give it hope, but you know, I'm as skeptical as anyone else. But it's unfair between this or even that. There was a, uh, I won't call it a trailer, but a celebration, whatever teaser thing for Episode Nine, right? Star Wars Mm -hmm. Episode Nine had like 30 seconds of footage. And people were like, I don't know, is it going to be a good movie? What could be in the movie? I'm like, it's 30 fucking seconds of footage randomly arranged in a way that may not even be in a fucking movie for all you know. All right. You know, yeah. like, how are you supposed to know what the movie is like based off 30 now, seconds? The whole
1: Rey scene with the double blade could be a, a vision, could be her fighting herself like the Luke vision where you know Luke had to fight himself in that cave. It could be anything. It could just be deleted scenes.
0: They do that shit all the time. I'll never forget the first teaser for Batman Begins. Uh-huh. The reveal of Batman is a still photo. <laughs> it's not even footage. Go back and watch that first trailer for Batman Begins. It's got all that footage of Christian Bale walking across the tundra. Amazing. But the last sequence, the last scene, Batman appears. It's like a flash. It's a still photo. It's not even footage of him, bro. That's funny. I, I, who who does that? Right. You know, so I've seen worse, and that movie is wonderful. Who the fuck knows, man? You know, the trailer for Superman Returns looked amazing. What a movie, you know? <laughs> what a film that turned out to be. Um, yeah, man. What what would you say is the most let down trailer you've ever seen for a film, whether it was good or bad or whatever? Like,
1: damn. Um,
0: I could tell you mine. Shaz-
1: Shaz- Shazam.
0: Really, out of all, your entire life? Uh, well, uh, the
1: first thing that comes to my mind is how excited I was okay. at first for the Shazam, and let's, then how much I picks. hated that movie.
0: Recent memory and all time, right? So, recent okay, memory, you would say Shazam was the one that you were really looking forward to, and right? It didn't work out, right? I can agree with you there. Um. I'm um, recent memory. I can tell you my all time. My all time is Crow City of Angels. <laughs> yes. Love that trailer. Loved it. Love the, uh, the yellow lamp fog thing on the water thing. You know, it's got that same daredevil has that look, those lamps that they use, you know, those right. New York lamps. Um, what a piece of shit film that movie is. man. I, <laughs> oh, just the dumpster fire. Oh, oof. I don't even know who made it. I can't even take a shit on them. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember the fucking people who made it. Uh, I, I don't like that actor. I don't like his acting in that movie. You know, he's overacting like that. I saw that scene. I put it back on. It's on my Oculus, and I'm digging through YouTube VR. I'm like, I'll watch some clips from City of Angels. I don't know why. And so, because <laughs> I never, I keep thinking, what would 1990s Rob never think he'd be able to do in VR? I'm like, let's go watch clips from The Crow. Right, and so I'm watching this clip where it's a scene where he he's got Iggy Pop who looks like a weird Klingon, and he's like trying to get him to like he like pick a card, you know, mm-hmm. and he makes him pick a card, and then like he threatens to light a match on him, and then he stops. No, so first he threatens to light a match on him, then he does the card trick, and then he brings the match back out again, and it's like I don't know where they're going with that, <laughs> uh, you know, it is so weird. And the dude the dude who plays the crow is just He's trying to make a scene happen. You know, Brandon, when they're trying to make a scene happen? Yeah. Uh, Megan Fox in the first Turtles movie, there's that scene where Whoopi Goldberg comes in out of nowhere. Who In, in the scene prior, they were together. Whoopi Goldberg hates April O'Neil in that movie. Yeah. And then in the next scene, she's helping her out. And it really felt like a coaching scene, like a legitimate actor studio coaching sequence. Right. It's so weird. Um, it felt like that, like they are trying to make something happen. It just didn't work, dude. Uh I, I would say, yeah, all time for me, the Crow City of Angels was a fantastic trailer. I walked out of that film. One <laughs> well, of the few times in my life I said, Nah, I got I walked out of Turtles as well. But I knew that was gonna be shit. It's not like the trailer tricked me. Right. Uh I just you know, I was like I gotta give it a shot, I'll go in there and I'd fucking walk. Maybe
1: out. See, I only got recent, I can only think of recent, you know, like X-Men Apocalypse, things like that, where I'm just like.
0: Tron Legacy was the one that let me down. Look, Batman v Superman. Yeah, you know, but Tron Legacy is the one where I'm like, it looks amazing. It sounds amazing. It's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) This is a really dumb movie. You know, it's about computers and it's written by people who've never used computers. I know or play my play video, lead games. Down. Hmm?
1: It came to me. My biggest letdown.
0: Right.
1: Uh, it would be the uh, Wolverine movie. I'd say that one. The uh,
0: Origins the, uh, or the second one? No,
1: no, no, no. No, the second one. Sorry.
0: Okay. The, uh, We're going to wrap on this because I, this is a good thing you bring that up. So, Wolverine X Men Origins, we all knew that was going to be a dumpster fire. You could oh, see yeah. that in the trailers, you know? Yes. Um but we got excited because the director of 310 to Yuma was James Mansgold. Mansgold, Mangold was going yeah. was going to direct The Wolverine and it was going to have Silver Samurai. He's going to go to Japan. It was going to be in Japan.
1: Yeah. Arrow, um,
0: arrows going through Wolverine. They got ninjas
1: in the trailer. Ugh. Couldn't wait, right? I was so amped. I mean, I was I love the Frank Miller uh Wolverine Ronin storyline, all that Wolverine in Japan just fits, you know, he's an out of place person in that country, but he, he respects that culture. Everything about that. I love Wolverine, Samurais. I'm in. And yeah, the director, I was like, it's gonna be dark. It's gonna be gritty. It's gonna be great. And then I'm sitting there and I went with Andy Bond. Uh, He's been on the cast many times, Elbatron on Instagram. Uh, And he's sitting there and he's loving it. And we're at the end there. And, you know, Silver Samurai is an old man in a suit drilling into Wolverine's bone claws or some shit and Andy's just sitting there like so happy smiling and I'm at this point I've turned away from the screen and I'm just staring at Andy wanting to destroy his face (laughs) with my eyeballs because his enjoyment of such a shitty fucking movie it it hurt me to my core I was like I don't know if we could be friends after this like I can't trust your taste in anything and And after movie he's like he's like I loved it I'm like I hate you like I I was legitimately annoyed that I didn't want to go eat with him after I was like no we're good we're gonna go home
0: Tank in the so, box office didn't do too. I was well. So bad.
1: So that would be my all time letdown. Missed
0: right. opportunities and all. And what was the very next film Jane's mangold made?
1: <laughs> Logan.
0: So when people tell you, oh, this movie's gonna suck because this guy worked on this piece of shit film and really he not like it. right. Right. Very next film, fucking Logan. Maybe Love the greatest it. comic movie of all time.
1: So good. Yeah. It's arguably so good. the
0: greatest comic movie of all time. It's in it's in the contention. You know, yeah. yeah. So, look, it's a good lesson. It's a Good lesson to learn, folks. You know, let's just let's just have a different take here at Sketchcraft. Let's just look at something, and if we don't like it, all right, let's talk about why we didn't like it. You know, but uh-huh. if we're gonna go down this fucking path of just shitting on folks because, you know, no one gets a chance, I just don't believe it. You know, I don't believe in that. I don't agree with it. Mostly, I'm just covering my own ass because I don't want people to. <laughs> <laughs> One day they're gonna be like that guy fucked up my spyro game, you know. I'm like God damn it <laughs> Yes. You know, it's possible. You know, you can just never you can never control if a product's gonna go sour, man. You know? so whatever. Yeah. All right, so uh Brandon, we're gonna head out of here. It's about that time. Uh-huh. I wanna say thanks for coming on, I'm gonna hit the music. Anything else you wanna add? Anything else? I gotta go get a tire. Let's go get a tie. All right, thanks thanks for coming in, Brandon. Bye bye. And that's it. That's the show, folks. It's pretty good, right? I'm all out of coffee. It's a good time, man. It was fun. We talked about a lot of stuff. I don't remember what we talked about, and I know I know I rambled. <laughs> Brandon, yes. Brandon, you didn't mute your mic. You're not supposed to talk right now, Brandon. It's my time. <laughs> We actually had a whole conversation, folks. He doesn't do shit until I tell him. That's the real lesson of this episode. I'm out of here, folks. Thanks for hanging out. Next time. Peace.